My name is Amanda Mihaly. I live in Middletown, Connecticut, which is about half hour outside of Hartford. I work as the coordinator of the Student and Family Assistance Center at Cork Middle School, and that's in Hartford, Connecticut. I got my master's in social work from the University of Connecticut in 2005. It took me three years to do it part-time. My current salary is $49,200 a year. I am supposed to work for 35 hours a week over a five-day week, but I would say it's probably closer usually to 45 hours a week. Um, I do have the benefit of working in a school, so I have July and August off, and then I have a week's vacation at Christmas, February, and April. And I wanted to be a social worker since I was little. My father is a social worker. Um, and he's a refugee from Hungary, so he always talked a lot about um, struggles of coming from another country and starting over here and how much help and support is really needed, and he really made sure that my sister and I were aware of the injustices and difficulties in our country and throughout the world. So that was really instilled in me from an early age that I wanted to try and do something about that. I chose to come here to work at the Student and Family Assistance Center at Quirk um, because when I was at UConn, I did my second internship here. So I just loved it. I loved being in the school setting because although there's many challenges in being in the school setting as a social worker, you also are in kind of a natural environment for the students, and you can really become part of their everyday life and be a consistent adult in their lives, which I think is a very powerful thing when you're trying to do basically what amounts to grassroots social work. In the Student and Family Assistance Center, our staff consists of two master's level social workers, myself and one other. Um, we are the co-coordinators of the center, and we have one program assistant who is not a trained social worker. A large part of our workforce is interns, bachelor's and master's level interns. This year, we had a total of 23 um, college interns working for us throughout the year. There are the two school-based mental health clinicians. We have three school social workers, and we have an attendance case manager who also does outreach and works with kids that are um, truant, and that often leads to, you know, talking with them leads to real social issues and things at home. Our services are available to the whole school. And so we end up seeing, out of the 700 students, we will have seen between five and 600 of those students at least once for something throughout the year because we function as the crisis center. Of those five to 600 students, between 70 and 80 will be case managed or case counseled, meaning they will have either a social work intern or myself or my co-coordinator meeting with them on at least a weekly basis for ongoing counseling. If you look at our grant, it's to improve attendance, improve behavior, 
and improve academics. And we're actually cited as a prevention program. Unfortunately, again, with the intensity of the needs in this community, we end up doing more intervention and even crisis work than prevention. In this school, I would say the majority of the students could benefit from having someone to talk to on a weekly basis. Students can come into our services a variety of different ways. We work with 7th and 8th graders. So when students are coming in to 7th grade, we get they call them placement cards. And on that card, the teachers have an opportunity to talk about what kind of issues and recommendations they have. So before the student even comes in seventh grade, we have access to those cards and my um, co-coordinator and I decide, you know, there's certain seventh graders that we want to really get before the problems start and start to build a relationship with before the pattern from sixth grade continues. So that is, is how we get our base caseload. Then throughout the year, we get numerous referrals from administrators, teachers, any staff. And as the year goes on, we get quite a few self-referrals from students who are really looking for help. Oftentimes, the school administrator, the vice principal for that student will refer for a conflict resolution or they'll get in a fight or they're, the teacher notices that they've just been very aggressive or very quiet, you know, some behavior that's of concern to the staff and they will refer the student to us to assess what's going on and oftentimes out of that we'll find that there's some real issue that needs ongoing services. Some of those issues include a lot of trauma. There's a lot of of students that are very traumatized by community violence, domestic violence, incarcerated family members, a lot of grief and loss around incarcerated family members and family members who have passed away, oftentimes in a very violent manner. This year there's been a real rise in the number of referrals that we've gotten for self-mutilating and self-injury. Um, self There's a lot of cutters. We have had a lot of risk assessments for suicide this year also. The initial re referral is often behaviorally based, so the kid is just having all kinds of behavior problems in the classroom. So that would be the initial reason for seeing the student. And then as you talk to the student, you, you really get a sense of why they're acting out. And those are the underlying issues of the trauma, depression. We assess their, their family history, their mental health, their physical health, social, academic involvement in the community. You know, we try and get basically a picture of, of what is going on in the student's life and what has gone on in the student's life in the past. The staff and interns at the Student and Family Assistance Center are constantly in contact and, and collaborating with other service providers, other social workers, both within the school and the school district and in the community, community-based organizations, um, as well as state organizations. As the coordinator, I'm working with outside agencies and internal 
service providers to um, develop programs, you know, address the needs that we're noticing within the, the school and the population, um, as well as on a micro level, we are constantly talking with social workers in other agencies and here in the school um, about cases, case planning, making referrals. I personally talk with other social workers largely on a need basis, you know. Um, it's not really a scheduled thing. Once a month we have what's called a prevention team. We meet with the social workers, the school counselors, the mental health administrators, the psychologist here in the building and we try to invite community agencies to come in to talk about services at that time to facilitate and enhance the relationship that we have with the community.